Welcome to Big Hits with Hennis, brought to you by Sideline Guys. I'm your host, Connor Hennis. I'm just really, really excited to be here with you guys because it's been a while since I've done a podcast. I was the co-founder of SARS, Sports and Random Shit. It was a very fun podcast, but due to conflicting schedules, we could not continue that. So I've made a transition to Big Hits with Hennis going solo and with the sideline guys, which we will be doing an episode once a week with all four of us. If you guys don't know who the four of us are, it is me, Zach, Nick, and Jeff. They all have their own separate shows too, so I recommend you check them out. Well, first off, I'm going to jump right into it. I'm a huge NFL guy. Big, big Packers fan. Huge. Like, I'm wearing a Packers shirt right now. That's how big of a Packers fan I am. So that that brings me to a lot of what's going on in the NFL. What like you hear all these trade rumors, Patrick Peterson saying he wants to be traded, but he's he's staying put and he hasn't moved yet. Janaris Jenkins has his name's been found in it a little bit and just like there's a ton of people that just said they want to be traded. And Amari Cooper actually got traded. Now he got traded to the Dallas Cowboys for a first round pick. That was a great, great trade for the Cowboys. Amari Cooper is a is a veteran in the NFL and he knows he knows his way around a football. He knows how to catch. He he's a good wide receiver, graduate of Alabama. He's obviously had the talent his whole life. It's it's amazing to me that that they gave up a first round pick for him, though. In a sense, because you think they would try to make a deal for like a normal player and then maybe a later pick in the draft because you don't want to risk your future of the first round pick. But huge pickup for Dak Prescott in that offense. Hopefully they can finally get something figured out. Well, not hopefully because I'm a Packers fan in there in the NFC with the Cowboys. But just for the sake of the Cowboys and and Garrett, I hope they can get it figured out because they are a fun team to watch when they are good. They have a good running back with Zeke. Ezekiel Elliott, he's kind of – he's not having the best season, but he's not having a bad one either. And I say that because he's having one of those years where it's like, okay, I'm the only threat. How do we stop him? You load the box. You don't let him – don't let him get out. Don't let him do everything that he does. So you add Amari Cooper to that, and they just – who else they get? Devontae Parker was one last week or two weeks ago. You're you're putting tools around Prescott to make him better, and that will help him a lot. He is one of the – He I don't want to say best, but he's not a bad quarterback in the NFL. It, it's a tough – it's a tough job transitioning from rookie – doing real well your rookie year, doing real, real well your second year, and then coming in and not having that great of a season. And it it's amazing to me that he's even made it as far as he has because he, he is a smart guy. He really is. Now, another thing, they are sitting – they are third in the NFC East. They're only – they're tied with the Eagles. They're – Two games back on the Redskins. They are not out of it by any means. They have they have the talent. They have the defense. 
they just got to come up with a win on the road. They are 0-4 on the road this year. That That's not good. That is not good at all. Now, since we're talking standings, let's go ahead and jump into the Packers. They are second in the NFC North. They are probably a lot better than that. They're a game back on or a half game back on the Vikings due to their bye week that they just got off. Now they have a tough schedule coming up ahead of them. They have the Rams this week, then they go to New England, then they go Miami comes to Green Bay. That's not an easy stretch of the schedule. They're two games on the road right off the bat, the 7-0 and Los Angeles Rams, who have looked like a 7-0 and team should. They have looked good. They have they have done that. They, they were good last year, just fell up short in the playoffs. And it is going to be interesting to watch that game because you have a potential shootout with Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff. Now, not many quarterbacks can put up numbers with Aaron Rodgers in the NFL, but the way the Packers' defense is, um, Jared Goff will definitely put up numbers with Aaron Rodgers, and that that will be fun to watch. It will hurt me because I like defense. I like good defense, hard hits, interceptions, pick sixes, stuff like that. It's just incredible that they've – that their defense isn't doing that well. Now, stay, sticking on track with standards, you have the Saints sitting at 5-1 and one in the NFC South. Carolina is one game behind them at 4-2. and two. The Saints are on a five-game win streak. That is crazy. They have won five in a row to a team that we're talking defense, not playing well. And their secondary is not all that it used to be. It is not all that they were hyped up to be. It is not all of all of what it is. They Drew Brees is doing something with that team, and it's amazing. Drew Brees broke the Peyton Manning's passing yards record this year. I was watching the game. I it was an emotional moment. I've and I could tell it was for Drew. He um, he really is a tr- is a test of character in the NFL after having an arm surgery, not being able to – being told that he was never going to be able to throw a ball again or even play in the NFL when he was out there. And um, that's back when they were in San Diego. And it's it's amazing that he's he's fought through all that. He's worked hard for it. He's He's done everything he could to get to that next level. And the thing about him breaking that record that amazes me even more is at a time when he, when he could have been celebrating, he could have been, he just could have been the happiest person on earth. He walked over to his family, looked at his sons and said, boys, there will be stuff that you, that you will have to work for in life. You will accomplish things that you will work for in life. And that that's amazing to me because he, he is really just like showed his sons that like, yeah, nothing is going to come easy and nothing is, is ever handed to you. And for him to teach that to his kids at such a young age is, is awesome. 
Now we're going to take a quick break and I'll come right back to the standings. I still got to cover the AFC standings. Obviously, the Rams are in first in their division. I forgot to touch on that. But I have the AFC standings to cover. And then we will get into some get into some results of last week's games. Talk about talk a little bit about injuries. And then I will make my picks for week eight. This is, thank you for listening to Big Hits with Hennis. Brought to you by Sideline Guys. Welcome back to Big Hits with Hennis, presented to you by Sideline Guys. I am your host, Connor Hennis. Now, I was talking a little bit about the standings in the NFL, and I left off with the AFC still yet to cover. So in the AFC East, you have the New England Patriots at 5-2. and two. Man, Tom Brady. <laughs> That's all you really have to say about that one. Then you go to the AFC North. You have the Bengals and the Ravens at four and three, and the Steelers at three, two, and one. The Steelers are actually in the lead of that division, even though they have less wins than the Bengals and the Ravens. They have a higher win percentage. Now, I'm not exactly positive how that translates, but. In the AFC South, you have the Houston Texans at four and three, and the Titans are Titans and Jaguars are a game back at three and four. The Colts are at two and five at the bottom of that division. That division is still up for grabs. They are only two games back early in the year. Then in the AFC West, you have the Kansas City Chiefs on top at six and one. The Chargers are only one game behind them at five and two. That's going to be a real interesting, real interesting division to watch because the Chiefs look like a different team. Patrick Mahomes has them doing things that no one thought was possible for them to do. Now we're going to talk a little bit about injuries today. And some of the main ones I want to touch on, I I don't have a big list of them, is Leonard Fournette. Man, that was a waste of a draft pick. He is, he's a good running back when he's healthy, but he cannot stay healthy. Like what, what is going on with Leonard Fournette to where he is out this long? I don't know. Because they have not listed him. They have not put him on IR. He is taking up valuable roster space that you could use for Carlos Hyde, who you just traded for. Another running back who can back up Yeldon. Yeldon is getting a lot of touches, and I know Yeldon is producing, but you have to get someone else in there. Then on the Eagles, you have Carson Wentz was limited participation in practice this week. Darren Sproles didn't participate in practice. And then on the Texan side, you have Hopkins with limited participation. Uh, Hopkins will probably play, but better rest him. And the Miami Dolphins, Ryan Tannehill is injured, and Kenny Stills is listed as out. On the Bears side, since I'm a big NFC North guy, Khalil Mack has not participated in practice. Khalil Mack is a special, special breed. He is one of the 
best defensive ends in the NFL. And I think a huge attest to that was week one at Green Bay. He single-handedly in the first half kept Green Bay out of the game, kept them out of the end zone to where they did not score. Granted, yes, the Packers came back and won that game. But at the same time, he he did things that that no one should do. And it's incredible how good he really is. So now we're going to talk about a little bit about last week. I got to pull this up because I don't have it sitting right in front of me. I'm not, I'm not as professional as everyone else. You know what I mean? (laughs) So last week in the NFL, you had the Broncos just put it on the Cardinals. 45 to 10. The Chargers beat the Titans in London by one point. Now I'm going to stop right there. Why? What was the head coach of the Titans thinking? You're down two, you're down one point. You had just scored a touchdown. The point after would have tied the game. So he goes for two. He goes for the win. And he doesn't get it. And he loses by one. Kick the field goal, take it to overtime. Win in overtime if you're going to win. Then you have the Buccaneers beating the Browns by three. The Browns are a better team this year than they were last year, and I love it. Baker Mayfield has done something with that. Chandler Chandler Catanzaro, sorry if I butchered that, he hit a 59-yard field goal in overtime after missing a 40, I think it was like a 42-yarder at the end of regulation to win it. And I watched that game. That was pretty, pretty fun to watch. You have the Patriots beating the Bears by seven. It's the Patriots' first road win of the year. It was a good game. I like that one. You have the Colts blowing out the Bills 37 to five. Now, Zach on his podcast touched on the whole Andrew Luck in the crowd booing, saying that they were mad that he didn't drop his shoulder and get into the end zone when he stepped out of bounds at the one. I agree with what Andrew Luck did. He has not played in two seasons because of an injury. So why why go get more injured? Why risk another injury and sitting out a whole year? Doesn't make sense why they would be upset about that. Then you have the Texans beating the Jaguars 20-7. to The Texans are on a four-game win streak. They started 0-3. You have the Panthers beating the Eagles 21-17. to The Lions beating the Dolphins 32-21 to in Miami. Carrion Johnson had 21 touches for 179 yards from scrimmage. That is awesome. I love seeing that. You have the Vikings beating beating the Jets 37-17. to Adam Thielen has 100 receiving yards for seven straight games. That's, that's impressive. The Saints beating the Ravens 24-23. to Justin Tucker missed his first career point after. And it, it lost the game. They um, scored a touchdown in the last two minutes. And all... Tucker had to do a step up and hit that point after, and he missed it, and they lost. So then you have the Redskins beating the Cowboys by three. The Rams just absolutely put it on the 49ers. 
39 to 10. The Chiefs put it on the Bengals, beat them 45 to 10. Kareem Hunt had three touchdowns from scrimmage. Not rushing. <laughs> Got a couple receiving too. Then you have the Falcons beating the Giants 23 to 20 in Atlanta. That game was, I watched the end of that game. I didn't catch the full thing. But man, Saquon Barkley is an incredible player. He has got like one of the running backs, one of the old running backs in the NFL said that he is showing God given talent. Actually, it was Adrian Peterson. It wasn't even an old running back. It is his competitor saying that he's showing God given talent. That is incredible for a rookie. That that kid is going to have wonderful, wonderful career. Oh, wonderful career! I forgot. Uh, my bad. Odell Beckham also the fastest player to five thousand receiving yards since the merger in the NFL. That's pretty awesome too. I love seeing that. Odell's not my favorite, but I love seeing that. The teams that were on a bye last week in Week 7 were the Seahawks, the Steelers, the Raiders, and the Green Bay Packers. We're going to go ahead and um, take a quick break. We're going to jump into my picks after the break, and we're going to talk about those games coming up. This is Big Hits with Hennis, brought to you by Sideline Guys. Welcome back to Big Hits with Hennis, brought to you by the Sideline Guys. All right, well, before the break, we went through last week's results and said some interesting facts about those. I'm going to go ahead with my picks this week in Week 8, and I will explain why I'm picking each team. So first game, we have Miami at Houston. I really like Houston in this matchup. They are on a four-game win streak, and Miami is without Ryan Tannehill. Could be an interesting matchup. The next one, I have the Eagles beating the Jaguars in Jacksonville. I picked the Eagles because the Jacksonville's def- their defense just hasn't been there this year. It hasn't been that swagger that they normally carry themselves with. Next, we have the Ravens at the Panthers. I picked the Ravens, although I think this game could go either way. The Panthers look like a good team against, against the Eagles last week in the fourth. We have the Jets at the Bears. I'm going with the Bears. I do not think the Jets are that good. I just don't. And the Bears are, they hung in with the Patriots. We have the Buccaneers at the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm picking the Bengals in that one. They have looked like a tough team all year. They've been putting up points with everyone that they've lost to. They've put up points against who they beat, obviously, but like, they can just put up points. Andy Dalton looks like a decent, decent quarterback this year. Then we have the Seahawks at the Lions. I am picking the Lions over the Seahawks. I have seen what the Lions can do at home. They did it to the Packers. The Packers, yeah, they're not that great of a team, but they can usually handle business in Detroit. I think the Seahawks go to Detroit and lose. We have the Broncos at the Chiefs. I'm picking the Chiefs. They just are a great, great team this year. We have the Redskins at the Giants. I am picking the Redskins. They have looked like a good team this year. They have done everything that they can possibly do to get to where they're at. We have the Browns at the Steelers. I'm picking the Steelers, but I hope the Browns win. 
I don't like the Steelers as a Packers fan. I hate the Steelers, actually. And I think the Browns, I don't think they can win in Pittsburgh. At home, they put up a good fight, but in Pittsburgh, it's not going to be a good game. We have the Colts at the Raiders. The Colts at 2-5, and five, the Raiders at 1-6. and six. I'm picking the Colts. The Colts look like they could actually do something against the Bills last week, and I, I think they can carry that into this week against the 1-6 and six Raiders. And the Raiders just have not looked that good. Sorry, Gruden. Then you have the 49ers at the Cardinals. I'm picking the 49ers because of how they looked against the Packers. The Cardinals are not a very good team this year. Then you have the Packers at the Rams. It hurts. It hurts me that the Packers are going to L.A. I am picking the Packers because I am a diehard Packers fan, and I will never pick anyone but the Packers. I think they have a chance in every game they play this year, even if they don't. So I think the Rams will probably get them, but I'm picking the Packers just because I'm a Packers fan. We have the Saints at the Vikings. I'm picking the hot Saints. They are hot right now. Drew Brees has them looking good. They have won five in a row. I am picking them. Then you have the Patriots at the Bills. I am never going against Tom Brady. I am picking the Patriots. So those are my picks for week eight. Now let's just have a little fun and let me shit talk to everyone who doesn't think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL. (laughs) I'm joking. I am I am a diehard Packers fan. I have grown I've been raised that way. My dad's a diehard Packers fan. His whole side of the family's diehard Packers fans. My mom hates football, so she doesn't enjoy football season at all. And that's a little bit about why I'm a Packers fan. <laughs> I have one older brother. He will be he will be guest starring next week with me on this on the second episode of Big Hits with Hennis. He is also another co founder of SARS. He played four years of college basketball at Indiana University Southeast, where I played college basketball. So I look forward to having him in. I look forward to being able to talk shit with him, be able to just see how our opinions differ and argue about it because we've been doing it for years. And you guys can finally hear it. And I also look forward to hearing from you guys via Twitter, email. I'm not giving out my cell phone. <laughs> just let me know if there's any topic you want to talk about. Hopefully I'll get to the point at some point where I can accept phone calls during the show and do some live shows here and there, get it, just get it out there and make it, make everything happen. I look forward to this going on this adventure with you guys. I'm learning just like you are. I am a student always in everything that I do. So, Thank you for sitting down and listening to Big Hits with Hennis. Once again, I am your host, Connor Hennis, and I look forward to you guys listening to me next week.